We're going to begin. Uh, this is called A Monday in February. This I'm reading from an extract in our the local newspaper, the Horncastle News, uh, published in February 1999. Uh, and it was the beginning of a series of articles which the local newspaper, my ex-employer, agreed to produce uh, on a monthly basis together with a cartoon. Uh, the stories are quite entertaining. This is the very first. And now, first of all, I'll read you the intro and then we'll begin the story. It's to do with the Northcote Heavy Horse Centre and it says, Northcote still alive and kicking. We're still alive and kicking. That's the message from the Northcote Heavy Horse Centre near Spilsby, which will soon be welcoming visitors again for the 1999 season. To set the scene, we bring you the first in a series of monthly articles by proprietor Keith Sanders, featuring life at the centre and introducing you to its equine and human characters, illustrated by Janet Allenson. Says Keith, Despite the fact that we are still struggling away in the Lincolnshire mud, many folks think we have departed this life, this misconception being due to the demise of the Northern Shy Horse Centre in Yorkshire. We care for old, retired and disabled heavy horses of all types, including shy horses, he adds. Before reopening to the public at Easter, the centre is starting a series of workshop evenings for horse owners and those interested in the care of horses. Subjects will include better grassland maintenance, stable management, nutrition and equine health, as well as a special therapy clinic day. And then there's full details and contact details. Um, now we move on to the story itself. A Monday in February. A cheery letter from Andy and Michelle today. They spent their last holes with us, helping us tidy up the centre and repair Goliath's special crane. Note for readers who are not up in the horse world, Goliath, or Golly to his friends, is a 21-year-old Blackshire horse. He was the Guinness record holder, tallest horse for years and years and came to live at the Northcote Centre in 1992. Because severe arthritis made his back legs very stiff and so weak, he could not get himself up from the lying down position. No one else would take on Golly as a patient, so he came to Lincolnshire. Back to the story. And Andy, who helps to build earth-moving machinery for a living and is used to big jobs. While I assisted him, Michelle is taking care of the horses. They have spent three weeks here, um, oh sorry, three holidays here now, and are excellent company, hard-working and good fun. Andy thought of another idea to finish the crane adaption and hopefully ensure we can lift Golly clear of the ground every time. The old tractor now has two hydraulic rams on a crane jib at one end and a half tonne of concrete fastened on the opposite end. A visitor with fascinating sense of humour pointed out that the whole machine should break in half somewhere just in front of the gearbox. Fortunately, Golly is not too well up on hydraulics and mechanics and looks on at the restoration work unconcerned. 
The vet is coming today to sort out Admiral and give Bonnie and check over for his bad breathing problems. Admiral the Suffolk Horse is particularly belligerent and we have thought of calling him Meldrew after the famous TV character. He has something wrong with one of his front feet. The other foot already has a hereditary problem, the reason in fact why he lives here with us. He is, he is determined that we're not going to lift up his foot and take a look. Julian, the vet, gives him an anaesthetic. Admiral begins to look duly dro droopy and we get ready to take a look. Admiral has other ideas. Despite the shot and his droopy demeanour, he is still very determined that we are not. He backs us both into a steel girder and throws his foot and foreleg about so much he catches me unawares and puts Julian on the floor. Right, says Julian, we'll try some local shots into his lower leg to freeze it. The shots go in eventually after some more contortions and we stop for a coffee and well-earned break, leaving Admiral drooping quietly. Fifteen minutes later, we're back. The local anaesthetic should have really made some difference. At this stage, perhaps we should mention that Admiral is a 17-year-old Suffolk horse, a truly rare breed nowadays and the only one in Lincolnshire. He stands 17 hands high and is about 1,200 kilos of solid muscle and bone. After another 10 minutes of still being thrown around and all the injections not really making much difference to our geriatric quadruped, we do make some little headway and manage to apply a good burst of blue-dyed antibiotic spray on Admiral's foot in the place it needs to go and half on my body too. Meldrew wins another round. That's the end of the story. With it is a fantastic cartoon of this belligerent horse snorting and uh, generally showing off and two <laughs> two chaps, one lying dazed with stars coming out of his head in the middle of a heap of straw and the other one gripping um, an important place between his front legs. And so this story is continued. And from that... Um, come the It's a Rum Life books. It, it really prompted me to start writing other incidents that had happened um, at different times in life. And uh, on we go. And it's several hundred in number now. There we are. I hope you enjoyed this. Don't forget, you can listen to lots more on this uh, Buzzsprout site. There's lots of um, stories to read on Keith Sanders, the story man, uh, wordpress.com. Uh, lots of free videos to watch on uh, the short story man, Keith Sanders, YouTube. And then, of course, there's the shop where all the stories that we have produced are in book form. They're easily downloadable. They're very inexpensive. And you can see them all on a website called richardkeithsanders.sells.com. Thank you for listening.